Okay, let's see what's going on, man. Just did a bunch of programming for this evening. Capital Officer Shreds. What's his face? Public can suffer astonishing loss. Giuliani in significant rig legal peril, says DOJ. Rudy Giuliani, of all of the defendants, um, of the major names that we know about, I think is in the most legal peril. He is facing incredibly strong charges, and he cannot be federally pardoned in this for these state charges. And I think, as you mentioned, he is relatively old. And he is going to be without a lot of money because he is being sued by Dominion. He's being sued um, in by Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, as well he should be. And he's already been sanctioned by Beryl Howell in that case. So he is really facing significant legal peril. Rudy Giuliani, of all of Comes the defendants, um, of the major names that we know about, I think is in the most legal peril. He is... Do risk everything. Sergeant gets surgeon gets arrested for meth on the way to surgery. Huh. What the f you're a surgeon for Christ's sake. Professionals a lot of uh -huh. times are the absolute worst because they've had this sense of superiority. Mm. They have this God complex where they don't think they can do anything wrong. We worked so damn hard to get our license. I worked really hard to get that. And I've had 26 years of experience. You think I'm going to do something really, really stupid in order to just have some short-term benefit? You lose your license, it's very, very difficult to get it back. Hi, this is Bruce Rivers. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Criminal Lawyer Reacts. Guess what? I'm Bruce Rivers, your personal board-certified criminal defense lawyer, accompanied by our content genius, Michael Rivers. Today we're reacting to a plastic surgeon who gets busted for meth. Oh. You know, this is brought to you by eSign.com. You know, eSign.com is a very effective way to remotely do business. Did you know that? Let's say you're in the business of being a plastic surgeon and you find yourself in the backseat of a squad car. You call your wife because you need a bondsman and you need a lawyer fast. What does your wife do? Your wife calls a lawyer. And what does the lawyer do? The lawyer's already downloaded the app and you got three free signatures a month. And guess what? Now you've got a lawyer on board because eSign.com is a very effective way to remotely do business. But I use it all the time. I absolutely use it all the time when I have a retainer agreement or a medical document or any kind of other document that I need signed quickly. You know, eSign.com is a very effective way to remotely do business. I haven't seen this, so let's just dive right into it. Professionals, a lot of times, are the absolute worst because... They've had this sense of superiority. They have this God complex where they don't think they can do anything wrong. I had a client who was a world-renowned pediatric urologist. Now think about that. He deals with amazing 
micro surgery, like tiny, tiny surgery. He's in his driveway at like uh, 2 a.m. or so, and he's he's over 0.20, and the cops are going to arrest him. Well, you can't arrest me. I have surgery at 6 a.m. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? That you can't do that. You you know, and I talked to some other doctors that knew him. And they said, you know what? He's sort of better that way. I mean, they know it and they put up with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the doctors do kind of uh, protect their own. So let's get it. Let's get into this. I have to call Would you like me to call them and tell them? A Florida plastic surgeon arrested for possession of meth while he's on his way to work to operate on a patient. Um, they're all waiting for me right now. The arrest happened on May 24th, 2022, when officers pulled over Dr. William Wright Adams for a traffic stop in Pinellas County, Florida. So you're a doctor and you get pulled over for a traffic stop. How does your traffic stop get expanded into a search of your vehicle because now you got meth? According to the criminal complaint, the traffic stop was initiated to question Dr. Adams about a 2021 residential burglary. They're lighting them up. Let's just think about that for a second. One of the things that the cops have before they pull you over is they have to have a reasonable and articulable suspicion of a crime that you committed, and that you committed that crime. That's what they need to pull you over. It's a very low standard. If they're investigating a burglary that happened like a year before, how is that anything, how does that give them cause to stop him? Perfect. We can 15 him right away. When the officer approaches the doctor's vehicle, police immediately place him in cuffs. Dr. Adams then tells the officer he's... So why would they immediately place him in cuffs? Because he's a suspect in the burglary. But something's not adding up for me here. He's on his way to the operating room for a patient who's about to undergo surgery. And keep in mind, keep in mind, so if they get him into custody, then they can search his vehicle. There's two types of basic searches without a warrant something in plain view you know the automobile exception to the warrant requirement is just that if you're getting arrested they can search it do an inventory search of your car so they don't need any any cause to say oh you know there's a criminal activity going on inside the car so we need to search it no they can do an inventory search and that's you know that's their exception to the warrant requirement explain everything okay Operating Something tells me that they had a lot more information about him doing this than than just this little traffic stop. So, I'll check, I'll check. Authorities then place him in the backseat of the police squad car, then proceeds to search Dr. Adams' vehicle. Your cell phone's right there, his bag's right there. Uh, 
over investigating a burglary that happened in 2021. You can tell by the squad cam it's 2022 on this video. And they immediately put him in cuffs. So unless they had a warrant for him, what's their cause to put it to arrest him? To put him in the back of their squad? I saw him picking it up while we were um, following him too. We we expect doctors and lawyers, for that matter, and judges and people in positions of trust to be sort of above this kind of thing, right? But doctors and lawyers and judges and anybody else, you know, in a high position of authority are, guess what, what they are before anything else. They're human. And they fall prey to the things that everybody else does. Maybe not with the frequency, but they do. Shortly after, the officer pulls a backpack from Adams's car. But when the officer goes to speak to Adams, the Florida doctor urges the officer that his patient is waiting for him. We want somebody to come and pick up your car because we're parked on 31st Street. It's right. Busy street. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, I'd love to talk to you. Um, before I can ask you anything, we've got to read you your rights, okay? But I want to figure out because we're blocking a busy street right here. You're putting okay. somebody to sleep right now. Somebody okay. to operate on. Okay. So I have to call Would you them like me to call them and tell them? Or are they going to do... Yeah, call them and tell them I'm being arrested for meth. But is he being arrested for meth or something else? Do that when you show up. So are they doing the medicine prior to you showing up? Station probably somewhat. Yes, yes or no, because I'll make a call over yeah, there. Please, please call. Okay. Police then make a call to Dr. Adams' office to let his staff know not to put the patient under anesthesia and to have someone from the office pick up his vehicle. Just tell him not to uh, sedate the next uh, person. Is there somebody that can pick up your car, or are we yes, just going to yes, tow is. it? And here's the downfall of this kind of stuff. It fucks with your freedom. It fucks with your finances. It fucks with your health. And it fucks with your professional life. You know, I mean, he's going to get a his ticket yanked for that. Okay. Who is it? Uh, just, just tell them if somebody's come pick up the car, they'll do that. There's more than enough people. Are you saying from someone from the office? Yeah, there's more than enough. He's saying there's more than enough people at the office to come and pick up the car. The officer then attempts to question Dr. Adams, but he refuses and asks for a lawyer. I know you. And what happens when that happens? You got to cease all questioning the minute he asks for a lawyer. Probably have uh, no clue what's going on right now, but I think you have a uh, perspective of what I'm going to bring up that I appreciate um, statements for. Um, that's up to you. Um, I want to ask you a specific question, but before I do that, I have to read you your rights. Um, okay. I'll do that with everyone that's in custody. Okay. All right. Um, you have the right to remain silent 
Anything you say can or will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to talk to a lawyer and have him or her present with you while you are being questioned. If you cannot afford to hire a lawyer, one will be appointed to represent you. What are the two things that require the Miranda? You guys should know this by now. Two things, in custody and interrogation. You know, people say, oh, you know, they never read me my rights. Well, if they're not asking you any questions, they don't have to. But if they want to elicit a response from you, they have to read you your rights if you're in custody. You can decide at any time to exercise these rights and not answer any questions or make any statements. Do you understand each of these rights I have explained to you? Yes, sir. Having these rights in mind, do you wish to talk to me now? Uh, I would just, my attorney, Kevin Hazlett. Okay. You want your attorney present? Yes, sir. Okay. While police wait to hear back from Adams's lawyer, they continue searching inside the doctor's backpack, where the officer locates a glass pipe and later small bags containing crystal meth. After the officers bag up their evidence, then authorities are eventually able to get in touch with the doctor's lawyer, who tells his client to hang tight. We're going to invoke your rights against self-incrimination. This is not the time to tell your story. There will be a time. This is not that time. So I have invoked your rights uh, against speaking to them. Uh, we'll have an opportunity to speak to the right people at the right time. Just today is not the time. So I'm going to ask you not to answer any more of the questions. They're not going to ask you any more questions. Yeah, I mean, that's good that their lawyer is giving that advice. But I don't even know that they need to call the lawyer. Honestly, they just need to stop questioning, period. I would ask Bill that you don't voluntarily want to explain what happened because there'll be a time for that. You if they Mirandize you and you invoke your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination and ask for a lawyer, then what happens? If you all of a sudden say something on the way to the jail that, that they didn't ask, that can be used against you. Say that, Bill? Yes, sir. Okay, so let's just, let's assume that you've been given propofol and you can't talk. Okay, so just say nothing. Let's go ahead and, and just, uh, we'll, I'll connect with you. I will get you bonded out of jail this afternoon. It will take probably till 3 or 4 o'clock today. They've got to book you. They're going to take you. This process uh -huh. takes some time. So, um. Meanwhile, he's probably got a whole list of patients that are all lined up. So, which he's going to have to reschedule, and and he's probably going to get some kind of order prohibiting him from from practicing. I would I would bet. Okay. And then at, at the appropriate time, we will talk to the people that need to hear your story. Okay. Yes, sir. Meaning the jury. To the arrest report, a co-defendant told authorities Adams hired him to rob an ex-boyfriend's home and retrieve property Adams said was gifted to him. The report goes on to state security surveillance video captured what looked to be Adams's vehicle driving by the victim's home. And two neighbors spotted a man in teal scrubs and a person in a cowboy hat. Cork, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Are you? You're a surgeon for Christ's sake. You're a plastic surgeon. You got a nice practice. What are you doing burglarizing somebody's fucking home? Over what? Over what? Who knows? I mean, it's just stupid. You know, people themselves up over stupid shit like this guy just did. I mean, I just can't even believe it. Records show Adams was later charged with possession of methamphetamine and drug paraphernalia as well as if burglary wasn't enough. Now you signed up for a fucking meth charge. You know, whenever you're if you're if you got some exposure and you get pulled over and all of a sudden you got something else going on, it's just no good. I mean, it's just I cannot believe a doctor would put himself 
in that much of harm's way. But what did I say before? They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you and I do, and they fall prey to the same thing that just about everybody else, not everybody else, but, you know, like every, everybody that's in this does. Just because he's a doctor doesn't mean he's immune from either addiction or bad decision-making. This was some bad decision-making on his part. This residential burglary. He is slated to go on trial for the charges in December. According to reports, this wasn't Dr. Adams' first run-in with the law. He was arrested in 2020 for possession of meth, but prosecutors later dropped those charges. The Florida Department of Health license verification website also shows Dr. Adams' license is clear and active with no record of complaints or discipline despite his arrest. But the doctor reportedly took to his social media that he plans to retire from his practice effective December 1st. Gee, I imagine why. <laughs> because he's going to have to lose his license. But we see this shit all the time. I see a pharmacist uh, digging into the till, basically. You know, taking drugs for themselves. I see doctors doing shit they're not supposed to do. In, involved in business deals with their client. Using their position of authority to, uh, to manipulate a, a client. I've seen lawyers use their position to steal money out of the trust account. You know, it's so tempting for some people, not me, but it's so tempting for some people to do that. And guess what happens when you do that? You get caught. And when you get caught, these kinds of cases, there's nothing you can do about it, generally speaking, because if you've, you've taken money from a trust account from somebody who's vulnerable, that's so easily proven. And let me tell you something about the class of professionals that go over the line on you know, license. They cross the boundaries of good behavior, you know, in other words, lawful behavior. You lose your license, it's very difficult to get it back. Sometimes there's a there's a waiting period before you can even apply. You know, I have got a close friend that just is about to lose his license and they want to take it for at least two years and he's going to do exactly what this guy did. Retire and uh, not fight it and say, fuck you, I'm going to go sell cars or whatever the hell he's going to do. Just collect his social security. Now he's broke. We worked so damn hard to get our license. Like my, my license on the, you see the license on the wall? I worked really hard to get that. And I've had 26 years of experience. You think I'm going to do something really, really stupid in order to just have some short-term benefit rather than do life the old-fashioned way and work your ass off and enjoy what you do? You know, I, I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs. And, you know, and, and I don't mean to badmouth people who do because if that's your choice, that's your choice. But, you know, when it affects your your livelihood, when it affects your health, when it affects your finances or your freedom, think again. And I hate to see this, honestly. You know why I hate to see it? I hate to see it because I hate to see somebody go down. I like to see people flourish. You know, I like to see people help people. I love helping people. Let me tell you what I did today. I have a client that uh, that pled guilty on a gun case in January. And, or not January, that's when he got the case. But he pled guilty and... While the whole thing was pending, he went back to school for HVAC. He got sober, went through treatment, reconnected with his family, and started building. And I didn't tell him to do any of that. He did all of this on his own. Started making some money and just building every area. And guess what? He had a 60-month mandatory minimum sentence. We had sentencing today. And guess what the judge did? He granted my motion for a departure downward. In other words, he got probation and didn't do all but five days in jail. And guess what? And guess what that does? That keeps his life together. 
you know, the life that he's been building. It's so easy to lose it, guys. It's so fucking easy to lose it. Build, 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 build. You know, you look back and say, fuck, look what I built. I'm doing okay. You know, you make better decisions that way. Once you start tipping your toe in the in the waters of inequity, guess what happens? You know, you 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 break this line, then you break that line, you break that line. It's like somebody who steals. You know, somebody who, oh, I'll just pay it back next week. I'll pay it back. I'll pay it back. I'll pay. They never do. They never do. And and then all of a sudden they realize, oh shit, I owe a million dollars. And then they come knocking on your door. You know, with a search warrant. All I'm going to tell you is that do things the right way. Sometimes it might seem really hard. And sometimes it is hard. I've been broke as a joke sometimes, you know. But guess what? I didn't break any rules. I didn't cross any lines. I've decided to just keep keep at it. Keep building. So that's just my little preachy bullshit for today. <laughs> so we'll see you next time here on Criminal Lawyer Reacts. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Sign up for your Patreon, and we'll see you next time here on Criminal Lawyer Reacts. I'm part of Bruce Rivers just broke down your case. He know all the charges that you about to face. You ain't coming home till 2058. That self-stitching gon' get you put away. Bruce Rivers just broke down your case. He know all the charges that you about to face. You ain't coming home till 2058. That self-stitching gon' get you put away. 23-hour lockdown, please, is that my goal? Come out with your hands up, Diaper Donald. Time's up, bitch. By the way, that's what I like. Do you really beating Taylor Swift, by the way? Yeah, I did. Uh, the G6 is beating Taylor It's Donald Trump and the J6 losers. And on iTunes and... Thinks this J6 shit is better than Taylor Swift, eh? And on Amazon wow. and on Billboard, which is the big deal, number one, Donald Trump. So now I feel like Elvis because now we've done The Apprentice. That was a great success. We did. Now I've done. Now I've done.
the recording or whatever you call it. But no, it was number one. And you know what that is? That's a tribute to the fact that people feel the J6 people have been very unfairly treated. That was Donald Trump in an interview bragging about a song he released on Apple Music with January 6th insurrectionists, including some of the most violent insurrectionists that are in the Washington, D.C. jail. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, and Donald Trump plays the song he produced with the January 6th choir at the beginning of all of his speeches. That's part of his stump speech. Now, the reason I wanted to show you that interview at the beginning of this video is that Donald Trump is separately trying to distance himself from the January 6th insurrectionists in the various court proceedings, specifically in the Washington, D.C. federal prosecution of him set for trial March 4th of 2024. Donald Trump wants to strike any portion of the indictment brought against him that references his involvement in the insurrection on January 6th or his relationship with other January 6th insurrectionists who he says that he has no involvement with at all. Well, you see him there making musical compositions with them and there's been a new audio recording as part of Jonathan Carl, a reporter from ABC's new book that is coming out, where as part of Carl's interview with Donald Trump, Donald Trump tells Carl that he wanted to go to the Capitol on January January 6th um, with the insurrectionists, and he says that he would have been well received by the rioters. Play this clip. But if you look at the real size of that crowd, it was never reported correctly. There were, it's the biggest crowd I've ever spoken in front of by far. Really? By far. That went down to the Washington, that went back to the Washington Monument. Um, you told them you were going to go up to the Capitol, were you just... I was, no, I was going to, and the Secret Service said... Can't. And then by the time I would have, and then when I got back, I saw I wanted to go back. I was thinking about going back during the problem to stop the problem, doing it myself. Secret Service didn't like that idea too much. So, so what? I could have done that, and you know what? I would have been very well received. Don't forget, the people that went to Washington that day, in my opinion, they went because they thought the election was rigged. That's why they went. No. That clip is not just important as it goes to Donald Trump's intent or mens rea in the criminal cases against him. In terms of a motion that Donald Trump recently filed, it completely undercuts his attempt at what he was seeking in this motion. And in this motion, in this motion, Donald Trump is trying to strike what he says are inflammatory allegations from the indictment. And as I noted, he says that these inflammatory allegations are ones that link him to the January 6th insurrectionist. So to be very clear in public, he's playing the January 6th song. He's bragging about it. He's telling the insurrectionists he's going to pardon them. And he's saying all these positive things about them calling them patriots, but before the court, he's saying that this is inflammatory and he shouldn't be linked with these people. Just take a look at what Donald Trump says here in his most recent filing from the other night. This is his reply in support of his motion to strike the inflammatory allegations. And here's what he says in the background. On January 6, 2021, Donald Trump spoke to a crowd of peaceful supporters gathered at the White House ellipse about two miles from the Capitol. During his speech, Trump acknowledged that after he was finished speaking, some members of the crowd 
would walk to the Capitol to, quote, cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women and peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. And again, it's just like, it's so deceptive. Just give me the facts here, please. Of course, you're not going to get that from Donald Trump because Donald Trump didn't say some members of the crowd. He said, we, including himself, we are going to go. And when you omit that, you lose all credibility in the court. Also, talking about losing all credibility, here Donald Trump's other point is, he goes, Trump made clear that he expected the electoral certification proceedings to take place with Vice President Pence and every congressperson and senator exercising the duties of their offices as the Constitution provides. And then here's what he cites as evidence that he made clear that he expected the electoral certification process to take place. When he goes, and Mike Pence is going to have to come through for us. And if he doesn't, that will be a sad day for our country because you're sworn to uphold the Constitution. Today we see a very important event, though, because right over there, right there, we see the event going to take place. We're going to see whether or not we have a greater courageous leaders or whether or not we have leaders that should be ashamed of themselves throughout history, throughout eternity. They'll be shamed. So Donald Trump says that that statement is supportive of his claim that he made clear he expected the electoral certification proceedings to take place. Like, how do the lawyers even write this with a straight face? I guess they just don't really give a crap. I'm going to show you special counsel Jack Smith's opposition in just one moment that was previously filed before the reply. But just so you see it again, this was Donald Trump's speech recently in Texas where after playing the January 6th choir song, he brags about it. I mean, just think about it. He gives these speeches and he makes the audience sing to the J6th choir. Play this clip. And they asked me whether or not I would partake and do the beautiful words, and I said, yes, I would. And you saw the spirit. The, uh, the spirit was incredible. And when that came out, it went to the number one song. It was beating everybody. It beat uh, Taylor Swift. It beat Miley Cyrus, who was number one and two. They were number one and two. We knocked them off for a long time. So special counsel Jack Smith, in his briefing, points this out. He says the following. He goes, the government will introduce at trial the defendant Donald Trump's own statements in the years since January 6th, proclaiming it to be a beautiful day and calling rioters patriots, many of whom he, quote, plans to pardon. The government will also introduce evidence of the defendant's public support for an association with the J6th Choir, the January 6th Choir, a group of particularly violent January 6th defendants detained at the District of Columbia. Be a jail. The defendant's decision to repeatedly stand behind the January 6th rioters and their cause is relevant to the jury's determination of his intent, whether he intended the actions at the Capitol that day, which is directly relevant to the indictment and all of the charges under the indictment. Oh, and one other audio recording from Jonathan Carl while we're at it. Here, Donald Trump says that he had a plan to remove President Biden while President Biden was in office in his first term, but that it's too complex to him for him to even explain to Jonathan Carl because Carl won't get it, he says. Play this clip. By the way, when you had a release recently, you said 2024 or before. What, what do you mean by that? You, you don't really think there's a way you would get reinstated before the next election. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it to you, Jonathan, because you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't either understand it or write it. 
So, folks, that audio recording that I played you at the outset and all of the evidence of Donald Trump's um, support of the J6th choir and even that last audio recording of him saying he's going to remove Biden, it is all relevant for special counsel Jack Smith's uh, criminal case against Trump, which is set to go to trial in March of 2024. I think Judge Chutkin's going to reject Donald Trump's um, brief here to strike that from the indictment and not let it be for a jury um, because, as you see, the evidence here is overwhelming. And again, it just shows you how cowardly Donald Trump is. He's trying to do one thing when it comes to the public where he wants to act like a strong tough guy and then in court he's acting very very differently that's the duplicity of donald and maga i'm ben micellas from the midas touch network hit subscribe we're on our way to two million subscribers thanks to your support and check us out at patreon.com slash midas touch and have a great day at Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy, and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right. Gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.